Hi, this is Paula. And I'm Joseph, and you're listening to Life Lived Better. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to A Life Lived Better. We are so glad that you're here with us. Hey, everyone. So we are well into the year, well into the first kind of couple of weeks of the year. So how has life been going for you, Joseph? Man, it is the middle of the month already. I cannot get my head around that. I know, almost almost the end. Yeah. I mean, it's like crazy just darting by. Things have been going good for me. Um we uh seem to have a theme of water leaks at our house, which <laughs> no. has not been great. We had a flood in our kitchen and our living room and destroyed all of our floors and then we uh had another flood in our camper. I cannot. And... We need to look up like what does what does water represent? <laughs> Hopefully, it's wealth, and a lot of it's coming my way. <laughs> exactly, it's just spilling out. When you told me you had the camper issue, I was like, "No, yeah. what? <laughs> That's yeah. too much." We hooked up the camper because we don't have hot water right now. So we thought, well, we'll take showers in the camper because it's got a water heater. And um, it was the first time I've hooked it up since the freeze, and a big old water leak in the bathroom. So. Mm-hmm. That, no, that was, was from that was the freeze. Oh, yeah. Should have seen me hustling, running, uh, because it's like in an awkward position. So to get out of it and then get to the very back of the backyard to turn the water off. There's water pouring out of the side of it. It was it was not great. Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, I know on the uh, good side of it, you've uh, set up all kinds of little organizational um things in your house. I've seen a lot of neat photos of how you've organized your space and you're getting like going on your um your first of the year I guess like journey of setting stuff up like that and it looks so cool yeah I'm on a mission to clean out closets and I turned um a guest room closet into a crafting space and that turned out pretty pretty cool I'm enjoying it so good you've been using it yeah yeah that is so awesome. I usually just buy all the stuff that I want to uh, do all that with, and it just sits in my floor or something. <laughs> That's why I have seven bins behind me right now, full of crafting supplies that I need to actually start using. Yeah. it's. Okay. I could see how it could be addictive buying stuff. Oh, it really is. Um, I, I, I went, went to, to return some stuff yesterday for my jewelry making because I haven't even made like the candles or the soap uh, that I started out this process uh, to make. <laughs> mm-hmm. Let me make the candles and the soap, then I'll move on to jewelry making. There you go. <laughs> How's and your year been? It's been, it has been, it's just flying by. I mean, you know, it seems like I was just getting out of uh, the fall semester looking forward to the break between semesters but i'm already back and for spring semester it's just uh just goes at lightning speed and i typically assign myself too many projects to actually complete them so Mm -hmm. now my you know the projects are moved toward like i'll do them during the semester or i bet pretty soon it's going to be i'll do them during spring break We'll, we'll see (laughs) perhaps we need to have a topic on prioritizing yeah that would be a good one but what do we have on topic today so today we're going to be talking about our vision and our mission statements and kind of what those are what they look like how to create your own if you don't already have one and i like 
part of what, while we were researching this, a, a thought that came up to me is why would someone need one of those? Like if you're not a company, why would you need a personal mission or vision statement? Um, well, I think it's just, it gives you something to, you know, focus on and something to, you know, maintain like some motivation towards when you have an idea of what you're working towards and what you want to accomplish. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just a, a drive. Yeah. That makes sense. Absolutely. Some of the, you know, I love statistics, uh, but I saw when I was looking through this stuff, like less than 3% of adults have any kind of written mission, vision statement, kind of goal Mm -hmm. oriented direction that they've actually sat down and thought out. And so when you have something like that and it's concrete, then your confidence increases and you also have like a little map, you know, maybe mm -hmm. like with guideposts, I guess, if you will. So you'll know what your purpose is and then you'll know if you're kind of getting there because it, right. it can be difficult. It's, it's just like me and all the projects. If I don't set some perimeters around like I want to organize my garage. I have to know what does that mean? Mm -hmm. You know, I want to organize my garage. That has to mean like, this is what I want to do. And so as I do them, I could mark them off. And there's such a feeling of accomplishment for me when I have something very concrete and I can mark it off as I go along and I'm like, okay, I'm accomplishing this. Otherwise I kind of feel like I'm spinning my wheels and never reaching the destination. I totally get that. I was doing some uh, work, putting together information about what, like, what is a mission and vision statement? Like we always do trying to define it. And I found something really, really interesting is that when doing this, you should actually create your vision statement first, because your vision statement is like the big picture. It's like your big purpose, you know, and is the cornerstone for setting up all the goals and then the mission statement is the daily stuff you do to get to your vision. And so it's kind of like a living, breathing kind of reference toward your mission, your vision statement. So it, it's mm -hmm. like made to be changed as you work. And like when I think of it in my concept is like the analogy of my garage, the vision would be you know what i want my garage to be and the mission is ever changing as i get some of the goals accomplished then i move on so i mark them off the list so it's ever changing makes sense that. so the first step based on kind of what um you researched was the values so figuring out what your values are um what what it is that you believe in what your what your personal principles are, characteristics that you want to portray, um, and just kind of your fundamental belief system. Because mm -hmm. those are going to be different for everyone. And I think that that's important. I mean, that's, have you ever done that? Have you ever done like a, I, I know I hear about that in treatment a lot, like a values exercise, a values clarification um, kind of exercise. I remember doing those with clients a lot, like giving them just like an, uh, an example list of, of core values. And then they go through them and mark the ones that apply to them as like their top five or top 10. I don't like that. I've not, not done anything like that, but that sounds like it would be a cool activity to do with clients. I think it's probably harder than it sounds like it is, you know, mm -hmm. like I was looking at, um, 
one of the example lists. I, I think I got it from Indeed, just looking at core values. It's like there were so many on there I hadn't thought of, honestly. Um, like the, the achievement is on that list. And then so is like community and creativity and achievement and creativity are two different things. Like mm -hmm. is, you know, how much do you value actually achieving? How much do you about how much do you value uh, optimism? You know, I just, I really like that because uh, for some people, and I can even tell you at some times in my life, achievement was like on my top five. It right. isn't so much anymore. So that's important. I think that I kind of go back and redefine these every once in a while to see what is kind of my guiding, what, what are, what's guiding me, what, what is like the, the core areas that are most important for me. There's definitely some really good, really good examples here from what you, what you found, like honesty and kindness, having open communication, being patient, um, peaceful having tenacity, mm -hmm. also stability. So a lot of things that, you know, I can, I can say probably I incorporate a good number of these into my daily practices, but definitely some things also that I wouldn't have thought of. I could take myself 20 years ago and sit next to myself today and look at the two different lists. Mm. Top five 20 years ago would have been like wealth, time management, responsibility, uh, you know, uh, achievement, hard work, all of those. And today it's more like in line with the happiness, family, work-life balance, mm -hmm. you know, I, I suppose life is supposed to go that way. I suppose it's supposed to change and we're supposed to get more okay with the way things are, um, perhaps acceptance oh yeah that's it so number one the first one on the list acceptance. <laughs> and i don't think it's just because it starts with an a i really think that really is the answer to all of my problems today <laughs> so once you define your values you kind of what the core values and you can kind of have those in mind then you can start developing your vision statement and a vision statement I found this to be like good, good information was that it's not long. It's like very, it's very short, very succinct. And it's something like you should be able to recite it. You know, it should be something mm -hmm. you can recite from memory, real specific. And it's like your aspirations. So the way that you come up with a, a vision statement and, and we can give you a tip on how to come up with a vision statement even quicker. But I think it'd be important to kind of think through these things first is one, like identify what your strengths are, you know, like, what are you good at? I think we need to know that. I think we need to know that. And I think we need to know the areas that we're not so good, mm -hmm. um, but like really, really like, what are your, what do you, what are your strengths? What are some of yours, Joseph? I would say honesty, empathy, compassion. Um, I like to think I'm kind of smart. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with all those so much. I do. Your empathy cup runneth over. I That's remember. right. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I think it's important for us to know what our strengths are, you know? 
I, I think it's important for us to know what, what are areas we need to grow in are as well. So we can, you know, keep kind of honing those skills, but I think it's important for us to know that. I think it's important for us to know that in our own life, but also when working with other people, because sometimes I need to work with people who has, who have different strengths than I do mm -hmm. and I need awesome. to let them have them. <laughs> yeah. I think that's, I mean, to me, that's a good way to learn right? Mm -hmm. Putting yourself around people that have different strengths than yourself and kind of following their example. Exactly. Even in my household, it's like, you know, there, I think I, we run our household according to what each of our strengths are, because there mm -hmm. are some things I really enjoy. Like anybody who's listened to us for 10 minutes knows how much I like to clean. Well, that's good. Then I can do that to contribute to my household. And like somebody else who likes to cook can do that part and that piece. And I think in every part of our life, kind of knowing where our strengths are uh, is an important thing. And then of course, we've talked about, you know, kind of already knowing what our values are, but then kind of just deciding like where we can apply those skills, where we want to use those skills. It, that could mean in a career. It could mean if we're at a different time in our life where, uh, you know, we're, we just want to volunteer. If it, we want it to be in our parenting, just where do we want to apply our, our the things that we do well? Where do we want to go with that? Mm -hmm. One of the questions on the uh, survey that we'll talk about later was if you, if you had no... Um, no boundaries, no, or I forget how it was worded, but basically if you could do anything that you wanted with no limits and mine was volunteer or work for a nonprofit, because I just think that would be like the coolest thing to just give back and, and be part of, you know, some kind of organization like mm -hmm. that. That is awesome. Yeah. I think that it said that like you knew you were going to succeed. Like mm. money wasn't an issue, like yeah. resources yeah. were that's, I think that's pretty clarifying, isn't it? Mm -hmm. And it's kind of like that if you won the lottery, like, you know, and, and it's like an overwhelming amount of money that you don't have to do what you're doing for employment anymore. You could do anything. What would it be? I think that's pretty clarifying to maybe our life's purpose. Because mm -hmm. yeah, if it's way, way different than what we're doing today, I think there's, you know, like some, um, I don't know, well, we just need to get in line. <laughs> you're not living your purpose, you know? So you kind of have to ask yourself, you know, what, what's my purpose? What kind of feeling do I want to create around me? You know, what do I want my goals to be? What, what, what are like my aspirations, my dreams, and then maybe brainstorm some words and phrases that you want associated with your life. You know, what do, what do you want to be known for? And uh, I think as we're developing these, I think writing things down would be really important and then pulling the keywords. Usually when we're brainstorming and we're just throwing out all these ideas, you know, without really thinking it, thinking about it too hard, you know, not trying to get the right answer, just getting, getting it out. We could look back at it and pull out some keywords and some patterns then kind of finalize us a rough draft and send it to people in our trust circle, you know, send it to people and ask them for their input, ask them what they think. Yeah. I think that's a great idea, you know, to get feedback from friends and family. And, you know, I, I've never personally developed like a vision or a mission statement. I have a mission statement that I developed for 
my practice mm-hmm. on my website, which is pretty cool, I think. It's a um, very good one. But vision-wise, I mean, when I think of the thing that always comes to my mind when I think of like the future is, you know, authenticity, being authentic. And mm-hmm. so, you know, when I think about the vision overall, I think of, you know, honesty, I think of um, empathy, I think of, you know, these things that you want to show compassion, mm-hmm. love, encouragement. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, the mission piece of it would be kind of what we're going into next. So, mm-hmm. you know, what do you do with it? You know, how do you accomplish these things? Exactly. Exactly. It's it's the thing that you have have talked uh, quite a bit about in, in many of our episodes about like, how do you goal set basically, mm-hmm. you know, how do you each day work toward accomplishing that vision? You know, that I think that's so important. If I, th- if I think to myself, like at the end of my life, what do I want people to say about me? Those are some important things there. I think that sums up what I want my life's purpose to be. Well, then what am I doing every single day to make sure that's the outcome? That's this- deep. Well, I mean, gosh, if if you want authenticity to be kind of what you're about, but you're scamming and scheming and you're lying and you're (laughs) deceptive and all this kind of stuff in your everyday practice, then then you certainly aren't going to your life won't match up. So we have to be doing every day what it is we we say we're about. Right. Right. And that Franklin Covey, Franklin Covey, they're like the folks who have, well, I don't know if they exist anymore, but way back in the day, you could get like those day planners, you know, through Franklin Mm -hmm. Covey. They had those really cool where you could do a day planner, a month planner, and they had the cool, you know, quotes on them and everything. Well, they are probably the front runner in my mind of um, mission, vision, Mm-hmm. statements and they've got a really cool mission statement generator on their website it's just franklincovey.com and you can choose you can craft a personal uh, mission statement a team or a family mission statement and i like that because like we said earlier it depends on what time of your life you're in this may be just something you want to do for yourself it may be something you want to do career wise it may be for family wise and um so I know you and I both kind of ran through creating our own and uh, I like the information, you know, of course they're going to ask for your name and your email address. That's how, you know, companies capture their, their numbers, I guess. But uh, I liked some of those questions that they asked. Yeah. Some of them were really, really good and kind of thought provoking. Some mm-hmm. of them were really hard to answer, but the first couple were, you know, what, I'm at my best when, um, and I don't know what you put, but mine was like when I'm rested, you know, I'm at my worst when I'm sleepy, tired, hungry. Um, that, that One of mine was, I mean, both of mine were when I am rested or when I'm not rested. And then whenever I'm, when I'm rested and when I feel secure. Yeah. And then at my worst when I'm, um, overwhelmed, have too much on my plate, you know, mm-hmm. that's, that's just, um hundred percent. So I think we're pretty, pretty, uh, pretty similar there. So they also, what do you love to do at work? You know, and and what do you love to do in your personal life? How did those go for you? 
So for work, I think I put um, listening. I love to listen and engage. Oh, you're in the and, right profession. <laughs> and for my personal life, I put socializing because I love to socialize and be around people and, you know, just laugh and have a good time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. Like and yours? Um, for, for work, I, I like to like teach. I like to uh, contribute. I like to feel like, you know, what I have to offer is, uh, you know, a beneficial contribution. And for my personal life, I like to do things that require creativity. You know? mm -hmm. So the crafting and the painting and the organization, I think, kind of fall right into that. And so they also asked about what your natural gifts and talents are. What what do you remember putting in there for yours? Um, I think I put something like creativity. I might have put honesty. I don't know if that's a talent or a I gift. Think it is. But, I think it is, in um, my opinion. And I can't remember what else I put, but I think I put three or four things there. Mm -hmm. I had to really think about it. And now I can't think of what those things were. <laughs> you'll you'll see them as as you get your um your your finalized mission statement uh, wrapped up and emailed to you. Yeah, there I think I put things like again creativity and I think teaching and um yeah I think those were it was kind of in line with that. Now the question from earlier: if I had unlimited time and resources and I knew I could not fail, what would I do? That's that's a, I think that is like a bottom line question, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So what, what would that thing be for you? What'd you put? I would teach and I would probably, I would probably, not probably, I would have more balance in my life. I would still love to continue to teach, but I think I would like to be able to do that more from home and uh, balance life the way that li my life was during the COVID changes was like my ideal life working from home I was just better at everything in my life I think I was a better teacher and I was a better mom wife friend I was just just really good at that so if I could design my life to look like that a little more I think it would be perfect nice and uh, my life's journey and uh, I want to be I mean what kind of person do you want to be and um, here's one you're going to, I want to hear your answer to is what do I consider to be the most important future contribution to the most important people in your life? So like, what do you want to contribute to the people that are important in your life? Mm, I think just goes back to just making sure that they know that they're loved and cared for and supported. God, and... did we write the same mission statement? <laughs> Encouraged, Yes. Probably so, or very similar beings. Awesome. Yeah, I told, I said that I just, I want to make sure they knew I was available and I loved them, you know, mm -hmm. that I supported them. And uh, yeah. then they asked some questions about what we want to make a priority, which I think is always important. I think for that one, I put um, myself, like I need to make myself a priority. Oh, yeah. I forgot about me. But <laughs> <laughs> It felt mm. a little selfish, but no, you know, when I when so I real. think about it, like that's I, I I don't often make myself a priority. Well, your job every day is about everybody else. Yeah, you know that's. Well, what about you? 
Um, the one that stands out to me is that I need to follow through with things that I am responsible for. Um, I have like tasks that are part of my job at home and at work. Mm -hmm. And I need to make sure those come first in my day. Um, Because if anything diverts me, I can get thrown in a different direction and I can start chasing things that aren't number one on my list Mm -hmm. and then get, you know, at the end of the day, go, oh man, I had this responsibility to do this. And I, and here I am, I'm letting it uh, go because I went to help another person do something or because I saw something else that might need to be done or I got distracted with something. So uh, that was I, the one thing I remember writing on there. <laughs> Squirrel. Yeah, it, completely. And there are so many in my life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think that this question I sat with for a minute, it, it, it was basically about the attributes of people who influence you. So the three people who you want to emulate and what their attributes were, but the way that they asked it was like, imagine you could invite uh, to dinner, three people who've influenced you the most, who are they and what, what are their attributes? You know, what was it about them? You remember that one? I don't think I got to that one yet. Uh, I'm, that I'm, one at 70, I sit with. I'm at 70% on the quiz or the, the, the whatever okay. the thing well, is. Those questions are upcoming for you. Yeah. I'm at 88%. <laughs> so those, yeah. I really had to sit with those for a moment. And, That's and a tough one. It is. It, and, and I had all kinds of questions like living dead. Is it okay? Real? Imagine. Can Buddha be one? I mean, I really was just <laughs> like, I, I immediately I, thought Oprah. <laughs> yes. Oh, <laughs> and Dolly Parton. Like they're two like people that just are incredibly smart, driven, like loving, compassionate, Mm -hmm. you know, um, and have contributed a tremendous amount to this place that we Mm -hmm. call home. My God, Oprah has, I think, changed kind of just the landscape Mm -hmm. of what we do. I mean, it's like she brought information from that we kept hidden in the counseling profession. Mm. She just, it's like part of the daily vernacular almost, you know, having aha moments and all those things that were kind of just secret uh, in counseling and treatment is like now part of everyday language. Mm -hmm. Those are hard questions to answer. I think they're, they're often um, anytime people ask me those kinds of questions. It depends on what I want, you know, because of course I want to say I want to invite Eminem to dinner, but <laughs> truly when I get down to it, probably not. That's probably not who, inf- who has influenced me the most. Well, I'm going to let you know the, the, the one of the last ones that you have to answer. And it's not an easy one, but it's asking what are the single most important things you can do? In, in these areas it's going to ask about that are going to have the greatest impact on your life and then help you kind of achieve your goals and also keep you in balance. And they ask them in the area of physical, social, and emotional, mental, and spiritual. Mm. Are those like some people go to counseling for six months working on those? Right. Six years even. Oh, well, yeah, <laughs> 60 maybe. <laughs> Yeah. A lot. 
Yeah, that's pretty deep. It is. I was trying to think like, and and what's the difference between emotional and mental because they have them in separate categories, but they are different. And then the uh, the generator asks you to then you don't get away with it just by that's the end. Then you have to prioritize and like rank. you know, as most important, tons of that stuff that you'd answered already, it brings it all back and sticks it up in front of you and says, okay, now here's the information you gave us, prioritize it. Mm -hmm. Wow. So you're going to be sitting at that generator for a little while. It's not an easy, it is an easy task. I guess it shouldn't be though. It's a, it's a big part of your, or should be a big part of your life, right? I think so. So what are some examples? Um, one of the ones you have listed here is from Tesla. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say their vision first, to create the most compelling car company of the 21st century by driving the world's transition to electric vehicles and their mission to accelerate the world's transition to sustainable energy. I have to say they probably they, have. Yeah. I certainly didn't know much about electric vehicles before them. Right. And and Elon Musk, the world's richest person, wealthiest person. Um, And then Amazon, um, their vision is to be the Earth's most customer-centric company where customers can find and discover anything they might want to buy online. And they strive to offer customers the lowest prices, uh, best available selections with the utmost convenience. I am going to say... A hundred percent, they do that. A hundred percent. And they read minds. I don't know about you, but I can think about something that, that I want or need. And next thing you know, it shows up in my list of things I might want or need. It's crazy. It is, it is scary because I knew they were listening to us when we have conversations. <laughs> I would start getting the ads. But when they started sending me ads of things I'd only thought about. Right. Hmm. I'm scared. I need to be careful of what I think, you know, (laughs) I might get convicted. I'm thinking money, money, wealth, wealth, money, (laughs) money, wealth, wealth. You're going to get work from home now, work from home (laughs) and make thousands of dollars the first six weeks. That's awesome. Well, those are pretty, pretty good ones. I wonder if Oprah has a mission statement or a vision. I bet she does. I bet she does. And I bet she has it framed somewhere like in her beautiful area, you know, where she sits to take in her peace and tranquility can you imagine how many beautiful areas she has oh how I many know homes she's got she one has. in california hawaii i heard somewhere in italy wow. i can't imagine i'd like to smell her house that <laughs> <laughs> it smells amazing <laughs> and i'd like to eat with her yeah yeah she'd be pretty cool well that's what we need to do then if you could give her a call and get her as a guest on our next episode I think I actually wrote into her show one point when I was in my teens or 20s. Um, I can't remember what. It was like a, a topic idea of some kind. And uh, I really thought like, this is this is going to make it. This is going to make it onto the show. Did they write you back? <laughs> no. <laughs> some counselor called me back when I was in private practice. So it's been, what's that been, at least 20 years ago, and said, there was a person they knew by someone they knew and they were looking for a guest on Oprah to talk about XYZ. Would I be interested? 
Oh, wow. And they were like, and, and it, you know, it may never happen. We're not sure. They're just around this area looking for experts on whatever this is. And you came to mind. And I was like, yes, yes. Every day. Yes. Cause my dream was to be on Oprah. Yes. Yes. And I remember telling my mom and she's like, you're not going to tell secrets about the family. Are you? <laughs> it's <laughs> Everyone's like, fear. Promise. I'm not. It never even came to fruition. I do know someone in the field from uh, Dallas was on her show. So maybe that, maybe she was the uh, one it was on codependency. So mm. maybe she was the one that was chosen. Maybe. That's pretty cool. I never get picked for anything. Dang it. You made, and we never oh, talked I about did. it on here. You were, what was the title of the award you were just given? Oh my goodness. Somebody asked me this this weekend and I couldn't remember like counselor of the year. Or... Was it? I'm, um, I bet I can tell you because I know that the last time I went to their website, you were on there. Yeah, I didn't interview. I don't know what, where or how it's, it's Recovery at. Recovery people. Recovery, Recovery people. people.com. I can't believe I can't remember what it is. <laughs> is it Recovery person of the year or... What's the name of the website? Uh, I think it's recoverypeople.org. Person of the Year Award. Person of the Year. Person of the Year. Oh, my God, Joseph. When you go to their website, it says 2022 Person of the Year Award and your picture. <laughs> Where? Let me send you. It is um, so other people can see it. It's recoverypeople.org slash 2022 person of the year award but i we need to put that on our website because that's um <laughs> let me send you the link that's amazing yeah that was pretty cool i'm supposed to get like a um he said that i can't remember where he said the interview was gonna play but i did a whole interview it was really fun and um i'm supposed to get like a silver bowl or something <laughs> cool i will um I, I maybe i can find out it oh, says yeah, that they extend special recognition and thanks to the conservatory in Dallas for sponsoring the award. Hey, and our uh, podcast is linked on there too. It sure in is. the article. I love it. Fun, fun. Yeah, That's that was pretty, pretty awesome. neat. Pretty neat write up too. We'll see whenever you have a mission and a vision, you become like person of the year. I'm well, this is sure. good stuff. I hope that everybody can... I hope that everybody takes the time to do the uh, Franklin Covey. I know I did their Seven Habits of Highly Effective People course when I worked in the corporate mm -hmm, environment, mm -hmm. and it was really, really cool. That's one of the, I still use some of those um, habits Me too. in my counseling uh, practice. I think it's, I think they're pretty, um, it doesn't matter what, in what area of your life, they all fit. Mm-hmm. That was where I learned to know your audience, you know, and to adjust to your audience, not expect your audience to adjust mm -hmm. to you. The one I always think of with them is begin with the end in mind. You know, like, what do you want the outcome to be before, mm -hmm. like, I go off, you know, in a certain <laughs> way, way, reel it back in. How do you want this to turn out? And is what you're about to do going to help that happen? Yeah. So, yeah, hopefully everybody will take the time to do the... What is it a quiz? I don't I don't think it's a quiz, a questionnaire. Mission statement generator. Mission statement generator. That sounds much better. Mm -hmm. And uh, again, that's on franklincovey.com. It'll get you thinking for sure. Mm -hmm. Good info today. Hope everybody enjoyed. And don't forget that knowledge leads to a life lived better. 
Thank you for listening to Life Lived Better with Paula and Joseph.